Hi everyone, I'm Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting podcast. Now the goal is to keep you inspired, painting, and just have fun. In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing fear, obstacles, and anything that may hold you back in your creativity. So let's get started and have some fun. So what I wrote down here is um, like some of the things, what are you afraid of? And like exposing yourself, being vulnerable, not being good enough. Are you creative enough? And then it brought up some of my own fears. And so like I was thinking, well, I'm feeling okay with a lot of that. So why am I feeling a little unsure of myself? Does that sound familiar? It's like just getting a little little hint of why am I feeling unsure of myself? And I don't know the answer. And that's okay if you don't know the answer. But you're, I'm just aware of it. And the other thing was how to create space. And in order to create the space, you've got to say no to some things. So, right? So we're going to talk about that too. And saying no to things can be terrifying, especially when things have been working very well in the past. So how are you going to, like like when it came to traveling and teaching, like I've already told you this in some of the other uh, meetings and conversations that we've had, is that, I mean, it's, it's frightening to say no to, no, I'm not going to travel here or teach this workshop because I have some things that I want to nurture and create and I'm inspired and also changing my painting style. It's not necessarily changing it. It is expanding. So yes, I want to hear from you. I see you back there, Sue. Uh, I was just mimicking what you were saying. You got, you're expanding it. You're not changing it. You're just growing yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and that wouldn't be just me. That's all of us. That's a universal fear that we have, you know, doing the same thing. Or are you going to try to do something really creative? You know what I mean? It's just like, let's try something different. And like, like I mentioned last time, I've got some paintings that I did that uh, you can see one behind me. And I entered those into some shows and that one back there. And there's others back there. I've entered them um, into some recent shows, but uh, I want to explore. All right, so that gives you an idea of some of my thoughts. So what I'd like to hear from you, do you even know what you're most afraid of right now? Does anybody have a good idea? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, it, it's the idea of giving up a familiar, um, a familiar career to do what to do art, which is what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. And there's always the pull of that familiar, you know, something you know how to do. It, it's like what you were saying about changing your painting style. You know how to do something. And so you just keep getting drawn back to that. And that's the fear. You know, it's that you do something different and maybe it won't work out. Mm -hmm. But you'll never know unless you try. We, that's the most yeah. obvious thing. So tell me, what are you thinking about giving up? Well, I, I'm a radiologist. And oh. so, um, you know, and I've been sort of semi-retiring for several years. And I'm ready to just pack it all in. Mm -hmm. Except that, you know, I'm looking at my house saying, hmm, I need a new roof. And, you know, there's a few other things I need to do. And, um you know, it's a secure, um, it's a secure living. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to just give it up. But, you know, I'm really done with it. Okay, so exactly. Okay, because like, I'm trying, because I'm trying to relate to, to that feeling for you. Because like what I just mentioned before, it's that I knew that I could travel, I could teach the workshops fill, that's all good. That is consistent. And Am I willing to give that up? Are people going to know who I am if I give that up? You know, are, are people going to want me again? But you just don't know. We've got to create that space for things to happen. So now let me ask you, if you um, give that up, can you do it part-time or can you partially give it up? How, what are you doing with your art career now or how, you're, how you want to, do you want to make money on your art or is it just paint? Um, well, I mean, I'd like to make a little money on my art just to, you know, to pay for supplies and things like that. But, um, 
you know, I, I don't need to make a living and support a family on it. Uh-huh. But, um, and, and it's getting harder and harder to do what I do part-time. It, there's a lot of, like, you know, credentialing and legal things that, uh, that are making it difficult to do um, part-time. So that's why I'm thinking just, you know, this is probably a good time to just give it up. But it's like you say, you know, you're so used to having done that for years and everybody knows that that's what you do and that's your identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though I don't feel like my whole self image is wrapped up in that, it's still, you know, it's, it's hard to have to explain to everybody why you don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, one thing I was thinking, uh, because I had a... I had uh, I w- had an offer not just like last week, and I had to re- it's all about self awareness I think in my and how I feel because I was thinking do I feel like a hell yes I want to go or is it like a hell no and then if it's if it's if it's not a hell yes then I'm thinking that's probably a no <laughs> you know yeah, it, that's exactly where I'm coming from right now I'm saying well look if I'm not really excited about something anymore maybe it's time to just let it go mm-hmm. but it's like you say when you know saying no and letting go of things is sometimes <laughs> you have to kick yourself to do it yeah but you know um because like when i exactly and like again i'm relating this to myself i remember uh, going for a walk on the beach and i was pondering this question on whether or not to continue to say yes to all these workshops that were coming in that i wasn't really resonating with or that i didn't feel like um you know they didn't follow through the way that they they contacted me a long time ago and then like a year later they go well let's pick it up and and I've already made plans and I thought I I don't want to be under anybody's thumb in any way whether or not it's workshops whether or not it's um my own painting style I want freedom that's what an artist is about it's about being creative and having that ability to move on and expand and it's the inner process so so uh at that freedom is the word exactly what well, so when I was... Freedom uh, is the word. Yeah. Okay. Oops, hold on for one second. We've got some background noise. I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody else except you. Oops, you're disappearing on me. Again? There, there you are. I, uh, you need that tinfoil antenna? Marjorie, are you still with us? I see you. Okay. I hear you now. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I uh, We're kind of losing you there, so... Um, okay. yeah. so I'm going to go ahead and move on to, uh, does anybody else, do you have an idea of your fears? Does anybody, how about, uh, Sue? Well, let's start with Sue. Well, it's, it's more like me not being good enough. And because I'm not formally trained, I, uh, sort of feel like a fraud sometimes, you know, I'm just throwing paint down and sometimes painting fast and not thinking about what I'm doing and. You know, and so it, it bothers me that that I I, I don't feel like I sh- can't almost can't use the word artist. Mm. So. Well, you know that's common, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, before we can actually say I'm an artist. That is a hard thing to come out of our mouth. It's hard to say, yes, I'm an artist. So, and as far as feeling like a fraud, I think most of us know exactly what you're talking about. So what would, before I say anything about um, like my own journey, so let me ask you, what would make you feel like an artist? Do you know? No. Okay. I've been practicing because I've gotten a lot of feedback here in Michigan as I put some of my work, not out in the public, but have, you know, just posted it on Facebook and gotten a lot of positive feedback. So I'm starting to say in my brain, you know, in my mind, I'm an artist, you know, and I look around and, you know, I've made art, so I guess that makes me an artist. So I'm working on that inner reinforcement of yes, 
you are a creative person and people actually like what you do. So whether you know what you're doing or not, <laughs> you're making art. <laughs> well, you're definitely creative. We know that. And you are using your artistic side. We know that. But in order for you to feel like an artist, it's by putting it out there a lot of times because we a lot of a lot of times we just need external recognition that somebody says that yeah you're doing a good job and from what I see I mean you're in us in in the groups with us I can see your paintings they're beautiful now I'm wondering in your area do you have any little art groups that you can join or how can you connect with your supportive environment you mean other artists? Yes. Is there an art group? There was back in Baton Rouge. There are, but again, here it is. A lot of them are, um, you have to be juried in to belong. Well, there, there's my big fear factor. I put it out there and I get the big word rejection, you know, that they don't think I'm a good enough artist to be in their little group. So, uh, I haven't really actively pursued that. Uh huh. Well, you know, I want to tell you, again, no matter how much experience you have, even if you've been in uh, juried shows, it doesn't mean that you'll always get in. So that feeling never goes away. You know, it's like, oh, I've been rejected. How I'm not good enough. So what I also don't understand is uh, I've talked to a lot of organizations to where they're wondering why they can't get new members then why do you make it so difficult for them to get in? You know, that's, if you want a supportive group, I, it just depends on the group, you know? And I, they want to, anyway, that's a long story. We get it, right? So is, is there a, is there any, well, so we'll, anyway, at least we have an idea of where to go with that. You're in, and that's another thing what I, I'm stumbling all over my words because I have so many things going on in my head. And that's part of what I wanted to do by having these conversations is creating a, a supportive environment, continue the conversation and how to do it in a manageable way. So Sue, you, we all support you. Okay. Well, I, was, I was going to say that this is the best. I mean, this has been, uh, participating in the interactive courses and exchanging ideas or thoughts or appreciating other artists' work in this environment has been the perfect springboard for me to get back into painting up here in Michigan. As, I, as I've told you that when I left the course in the group in Baton Rouge, I quit for five years. And so finding this environment has been uh, a reawakening. So I, if I never join a group around here, as long as I can stay within this environment, you know, I'm inspired. If I get past the frustration of not doing what I want to do, then... Mm -hmm. Well, see, see now, what I'm, where my dilemma is, I mean, I feel like I have a personal relationship with all of you. Absolutely. And I want to keep you together. And it's like, how can I do this and still expand and have a conversation? I do like having the conversation with you and not just being as a formal, like in the formal classes where I'm doing the demonstrations and all that. So I'm trying to organize my time more. Maybe we meet every week, you know, and yeah. Elizabeth, Beth, now tell me, do you know? What my fear is? It's, um, I have no fear of my art. I, I come with the fact that, as a rule, I'm different than anyone else I know that paints in my area. Uh -huh. And the whole, um, well, okay, how process? Because I um, oh, years ago, talking about art groups, I joined our local um, visual artist group, and I um, I think I offended, or what is it called when you walk into a room and you go <gasps> when you see someone's work. Because I was painting watercolor in full strength. Like, I didn't dilute it or anything with water. And I, I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. And not to be offensive to anyone, but anyone over the age of 60 was just taken aback. And they couldn't believe that I was allowed to hang it. 
Uh-huh. And I thought it was beautiful. So I dealt with that shock a long time ago and got over the fact that, well, no, I don't think, I think it took quite a few years to get over the fact that people didn't get me. Mm-hmm. Didn't get what I was seeing or how I was portraying things. Mm-hmm. But then I took a university classes and they're way out there they're like way over there and I, I'm kind of in the middle of the two I think and so I came to grips with fear of my my creations and um I'm okay with it well I you, guess you know a lot of artists well, they will use it full strength from the tube but then if you're oh, going I'm in for the, the you know they just I, pop it in just go right in it really depends what you want but then if I you're was the what I was ahead of the game way back there <laughs> well, in the 90s. Well, you're an artist. See now, Sue? Yes. Now, it, now we're, we're seeing things in a creative way, right? So um, you're an artist. Exactly. So now... That's, um, that's my biggest fear, Burgette. That was I what? It's called fear, I think, trying to explain what I get to other people and to make them understand that art itself is a skill. It's a marketable skill that's worthy of everything. Same as when the plumber comes to fix my pipes or the electrician comes to fix my wires. We have as much training and input invested into our art as they do into their career. So why is it that an artist is not considered as worthy? Well, that, it depends on who you're talking to. Because, like, actually, you just brought up something very interesting, I thought. Because a lot of times, like, and that kind of goes back to Sue's and maybe uh, anybody else here, too, is that if you say, I'm an artist, we can be easily dismissed. Does anybody, yeah. has anybody had that? You know, it's like, oh, you're an artist. And then you have to go. Well, you don't want to say it. You don't want to say you're an artist, forget. Uh-huh. But I, you know what? I would go, but I'm a real one. <laughs> So, and, and that means, I think uh, where we feel okay about ourselves when we're uh, an, being an artist or that you can actually call yourself an artist is when you have been paid for or acknowledged or had your work shown out there. So that would be, that's why I'm saying to Sue, um, we'll work on that on trying to get our work out there as expanding as we go. I'll have other ideas. But Elizabeth, um, because we're going to continue moving on, but I'm curious now, do you have any... Now, being an artist here, we, we're showing a very vulnerable side to ourselves. And whether or not you even know it, like in your painting style, if you've got uh, real heavy colors in there, myself included they can mean that you've got it really depends on how you've applied them it can show we feel or i feel let me not say we i can feel that oh they might be seen i've got a lot of things going on in my life or if your colors are really weak and wimpy it can be oh i'm scared i'm scared or little tiny brush strokes i'm really insecure you know so there's a lot of things that we don't even know that's happening so what i would say when i first started out i thought ignorance is bliss because i didn't know what in the world i'm doing and that goes to you sue so because it's like when we don't know what's going on just do it we're not we don't know from making mistakes but then when we listen to everybody else then we get stuck in the idea of what we can and can't do what's the right rule and how you can be a real artist and i discussed that in one of our other or uh meetings that um you know the limitations that some people put on us on me okay right so okay i'm going to continue on and so Elizabeth, do you have any other fear on that? Do you recognize any fear of maybe putting your work out there or anything? Um, no, I, 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 um, I fear, not even really fear, but becoming so totally wrapped up in art and creating in my own space that I close out the rest of the world. Perfect. You know, so, it's a happy space. It's what I want to be doing. But there's all the social graces you have to kind of fit into it. Like, ah, you know. You know Getting older, I don't feel so graceful. Housework, for heaven's sakes, that always gets in the way. The what gets in your way? What gets in your way? Housework. Housework. Oh, Beth, we have that conversation, dust bunnies and stuff like that. I look at my house and I thought, I am too embarrassed. I used to care. I don't really care anymore. It's pretty nasty. I feel like a hobbit. The what? (laughs) It's not that bad, but, you know. I have... One other question, Burgett. Uh-huh. Um, remember in, I think this was one of the first meetings when we did the goal setting about, um, you asked everyone to put down their emails about Art of the Carolinas. Oh, Where yeah. do I find that? 
and continue that conversation with everyone. Well, see, that's that would be perfect for um, because it's just too challenging the way I have it right now. That's why I need to put it in a, a module like that. So how about I'm going to go ahead, put that in there. I'm going to, and then you'll, I'll just have you sign up for that, and then we could put that information in there. Um, I'm just going to, I'll put this in the chat. And then what I'll do is I'll remove, I think what I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to handle this. But, um, so I don't know if this is necessarily a fear of mine, but a challenge that becomes a fear because I don't know how to do it. And actually that brings up a really good thing. Anything I've done, or I, I think all of us, when we don't know how to do it, we become paralyzed with fear, right? That can happen too. So how to move beyond that. And that's when ignorance is bliss and you just move forward. So Elizabeth, hopefully that helps you. And uh, uh, Jenny, I'd like to go to you for a sec here. Let's take a look. How do you have any recognizable fear? Let's see if, there you go. Um, yes, I, you know, I, I think that just putting your paintings out there for people to look at is rather scary. I paint once a week at the Senior Center in Tallahassee, mm -hmm. and they are a wonderful um, support group, and we have, you know, jury shows, we have a tri-state show that's Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, and, um, but I, I kind of, one of you said to hear, here in the, the chat, you know, it's a fear of uh, of rejection or, you know, I think I, I just have to get, get past uh, just saying, you know, I don't care what you think as long as I'm having fun. That's what's important, you know, but that's easier said than done. Um, you know, I... I just recently retired, so this is uh, this has been kind of a double challenge for me because I really I think I talked to you before about wanting to do some art fairs. Um, right. Oh, yes. I want to continue that conversation too. Yes, I was looking for information on that. Yes, go ahead. And um, you know, I think it's it's the fear. Well, you know, what if somebody goes by and goes, "Is that? Does she? You know, look at that. Well, you know, and so." I don't know. I think it's just just being scared and and unsure. And I'm not. And I'm not. I'm a business. When I I went to college, I'm I'm a business major. I'm business marketing. You know. So um, I painted a long, long time since the '70s. But it's always been for fun. You know. And it's really my class in the senior center that pushed me to enter the shows. And I I you know I did it and I got on an award but you know it's it's still like scary. It's well, just... you know what? It doesn't matter, uh, again, how far you've come. And uh, I revealed my a lot of my fears earlier on. And it doesn't matter how much experience you have. You're going to have people say to you, who does she think she is? Like, like, look at what, uh, what we're doing right now. Okay, we're having a conversation that'll go onto a podcast. I know that's good, at least in Okay, like I had a conversation with somebody somebody the other day. There's a lot of workshops that are not filling across the United States in organizations. And the reason why uh, they think is because there's too much online and there is a lot of YouTube and all of this. And so, you know, I've stopped the traveling to do a lot of this. And part of it is, I said, you know, I don't necessarily... I mean, the YouTube stuff is not going to replace uh, in-person workshops. So you really can't blame it on that. And what I know is when I teach a workshop, half of the students that show up are my online students. So that can actually help the situation. So, you know, and then I thought, I know that there are going to be, at least I believe people are going to say, who does she think she is doing this, you know, doing the podcast or doing that. That can be a little fearful, but then it's like, you know what, we can't worry about that. And the basic thing is, does art give, your jo give you joy? Yes, it does. 
Do you want to expand in what you're doing? Or now, and that's um, like where we want to check in with ourselves. Like, does it excite you? Whatever you do, are you excited about it? Right. Um, my dog's barking. My husband's coming in, inside, but um, oh, I'm very excited about it. I, I just don't want y'all to have to listen to it. So I'm going to mute it. <laughs> okay. But it's it's real. It's It's real. Okay, and then Bettina, let's take a look. How are you doing? Um, there you go. I'm doing great, thank you. It's been great to hear you all talking about all these things that, of course, we all think about. But so I was thinking, my fear is that the question? Yeah, because you know, I had a whole list of things I wanted to cover today, and obviously, we're not going through the whole list, <laughs> we're just, just looking at fear. So Yes, let's start with that. Do you have fear or or do you feel vulnerable or do you feel that you're not good enough or that you're not creative enough? So you, you I think you actually were touching on, I think, because I, I, since you sent out that PDF, I've spent a fair amount of time figuring out why, what is my fear? And I think it's showing myself like that's that. That is the ultimate fear of the rejection is that I put something of myself on a piece of paper and when somebody looks at it, they reject it. And it's not that they don't like what I did, but I feel like they're rejecting me, that there's some part of me that showed up on that piece of paper. But um, but that's just my fear, I think. But So I thought it was really interesting when you said they see things if you're tentative or if your colors are muddy. Or it they... really depends on the person because I'll tell you, right. the majority of the person will not notice anything. You know? No, I would say the majority. Oh, did I say that I right? Say... I, majority of people. The majority of people won't notice anything. Duh. Yeah, I was going to, you know, the, the, somebody was talking about when they say they're an artist and people don't want to talk about it. or And what I've... What I noticed, because one time I was painting outside in Canada. I don't really know if this is true. I'm going to assume all Canadians are like this person was. But I was in a park, and all these Canadians came up, and they were like, wow, this is so cool, you're painting. And they they were so open about it and just thought, how cool, and you're doing a great job. And then when I've done the same thing in the U.S., I think people actually have the same response, but they don't say that they walk away or around which i could interpret as them rejecting it or thinking i'm weird but actually i think they're just kind of embarrassed or maybe they I, don't want to bother you but i do think there's they a, don't want, and they don't yeah. know how to respond and i think sometimes when you say i'm an artist it's not that people aren't interested they're probably very impressed but they don't know how to talk about it whereas if you say i'm a doctor or a radiologist or a lawyer or a you know, I prepare taxes, they have some way of talking about that. But artists, unless you're talking to another artist, they don't really know how to talk or about Or they think, it. what a nice little hobby, you know, here we go back. Yes. I mean, when you start, when you just get started and putting your work out there and you feel very vulnerable or being able to say, yes, I'm a an nice artist, little nice little hobby. I had plenty of that. What a nice little hobby. And then, like I mentioned last time, what people would think or how they uh, blast their education at me that I, you know, just welled up enough anger in me to keep going. And plus, I do believe the Canadians are very, very nice. And <laughs> <laughs> so, when I see Elizabeth uh, shaking her head, is that not true, Elizabeth? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, she's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we Elizabeth. Very nice. We apologize for everything, even if we have nothing to do with it. And you're very supportive, yes. Well, you know, when I was up in when I was up in uh, BC or when I was over in Toronto, I had people say to me, "Are you Canadian?" And I go, "Why is it the down jacket? You know, <laughs> what what is it?" Oh, and they said, "No, you're so nice, and most Americans are just kind of shut down, you know." Or so uh, that's not to blast us, but um, that was funny, funny observation. I think I have another fear, too, which I just, it, it, it's funny. Most people resist drawing, but I'm very comfortable drawing. I feel very comfortable in black and white. Mm -hmm. It's liberating to me. So I think I have a fear of color. Ooh, so, okay. Um, so I'm, I'm approaching it. This, I'm throwing this out there as an idea for people. I thought, well, you know, I cook a lot. 
And I'm not actually a very good cook. I always have to follow a lot of recipes at first. Mm-hmm. And then within the recipe, I will start to experiment. So I'm trying to approach color a little bit more that way, which is maybe I just really need to back up and limit my palette and really. Well, I'm going to ask you, hold on for a sec. Have you made colored charts? I have, but when I've done it, what I realize is I don't really instruct myself from it. I do it, and then I walk away from it. I don't keep it as a recipe for future use. Does that make sense? Well, I don't enjoy making uh, color charts, so I've made it just to get myself started. I... I don't, I'm such a visual, active action person. Intuitive person. Yeah. yeah. It just nauseates me, honestly, you know, but, but it was a light bulb. Yeah. I don't like doing it really tidy, but I do like, so then I thought, well, maybe I should do like a little color chart before, like if I want to do California landscapes in a particular area, maybe I should pick a palette and do the color charts, um, from that and then just paint with that for a while do you see it now this is my color chart mine tend to be a little that way too okay so that works for me it's a big mess and i like it and Mm -hmm. then what i'm going to do is i am what i've done before is i've kept books which i don't have one on hand but this was the reference photo i had it's not very good I have this. I'm going to attach this together and call that good. You know, keep it simple. And because I don't want, I just, it's more intuitive, like you said. Mm-hmm. But there is a certain, I don't know, because I do get muddy fast. So I feel like there are some, probably some recipes for. Well, limit your colors. And mm-hmm. if you uh, try to stay with pure transparent color, maybe mix two or three at a time and you can glaze but when you take an earth color and bring it in that can make things muddy uh cadmiums i don't go for cadmiums that can go muddy so there are some simple things you can do and i'm trying in each composition now to leave a place one or two places of pure color of a like if it's blue or yellow where there's just because for me that's terrifying I'm just going to say, I don't know why, but that's terrifying. So um, what that is about, I have no idea. (laughs) Well, and um, yeah, so no, I think that all has, it's very interesting to think about, Uh you know, so I think you brought up some really good issues there. Yeah. And then again, uh, just one last thing I'll say to that is like I mentioned earlier is that not most people won't even see like you're showing your work out there you're putting it up not necessarily out there in the world but even in your studio in your home and afraid to show it to somebody like they're going to judge it but most of the time the person that's judging it or looking at it they're they're not thinking like an artist you know they're looking and overall in general you know what i have noticed i'm not going to say this is a rule but i've seen men are very much into um realism (laughs) right and then women are really like texture and different things so it really depends on who you're showing it to so that's why we need our supportive environment okay thanks patina and then claire let's see there we go you're sitting in your car let's unmute you Tina was driving down the road, so. <laughs> so how cool! I'm so glad you're here. Yes, I'm so glad I didn't miss it. I kind of thought I was going to, so I I missed the first ten minutes or so. But um, I I want to say I've been listening intently to everything everyone says, and I feel like we are a group. And so this is like the first group I joined for this year, and I feel good about that. Um, so. Now, if we could just lose weight together this way, we could probably do that. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other I think we could do that. We, we'll have a different meeting. We could have a weight loss meeting. We could see each other and check in. We could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other challenge. <laughs> but see, I do like that we can see each other. So now, do you have anything that would be a, um, a something that you can think about that that scares you or that you feel vulnerable about or not good enough? Well, 
Um, I would I would actually be afraid of selling work. I haven't sold work, um, and I don't know why I haven't really gone there. But but I do feel like I I started taking your classes um, in October, and I really feel like I have grown a lot. Um, and so, Thank like you. back to to your um, whole conversation of join the conversation. And, my thought on that is to do like a frequently asked questions so that you aren't answering the same thing over and over and over because I'm laying in bed last night just looking on Pinterest and I came across you there and I read some of the things and my thought was good information, but I'm glad I already know the language because I knew what you were saying better because I've taken the class than if I had not taken the class. And it's just a whole different thing. Uh -huh. um, Let's see, I don't know much about Pinterest. I just kind of pop it sometimes. And Yeah. Well, it came across one of your YouTube things or your an article. And, you know, it was like five different suggestions. And, um, mm. you know, if, if, if you could do white flowers with one paragraph, um, <laughs> that would change things. But it was one little paragraph saying, you know, add some color and do some shading. And I'm thinking... I know that this is actually hours and hours and hours of effort, not, you know, one paragraph worth of, you know. So I, I, I was glad that I had the, like I said, the vocabulary to mm -hmm. understand what you were talking about. But I just want to keep learning and just keep growing. So now let um, me ask you about the selling your work. Now, per like personally to me, I, when I first started, I sold my work to pay for art supplies. That was why I was doing it. And I was selling work to get, uh, uh, what that is what I thought I had to do, to get out there into the world, or that is what an artist does. But uh -huh. I really don't care about selling my work. And I, you know, I think most artists don't care about selling. Because, like, for me, if I'm painting for me, it'll have more soul. And if I paint for a commission, it, it doesn't have that heart in it. And then right. taking the same image that has the heart and replicating it doesn't really have the, the punch, you know. So tell me, what are you thinking about it? Well, maybe I just need to, I kind of connect the, if you're an artist, you sell your work. And maybe I just need to paint because I love doing it. And, um, and, and just kind of give that away because... I'm sort of the same thing where I wouldn't mind selling it just to buy more more art supplies. But I also tell my family gift cards to art um, stores <laughs> is the way to go for gifts. Speaking of which, I'm going to Asheville, North Carolina in two weeks. And so is it Jerry's Artorama that's there or is it Cheap oh, Joe's? Oh, at Asheville, uh, Cheap Joe's. Okay, I will be there. Um, I, my husband has to be there on business, and so my sister is going to join me there. We're going to have a fun weekend, and then I will go to Cheat Joe's. Well, I don't know the team there. There is one guy that would go from Boone there. So you may, if you say my name, they may go, huh? <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, just say, Birkin says hi. She talked about you. <laughs> so selling your work to, um, all right, now, what? To have a profitable business like that, too, we can always talk about that in another uh, conversation. But, uh, like, you could do, if you do scenes that people recognize, wow. that's more likely to sell. And that's something, so we can at least pay for some supplies. And doing commissions of animals or uh, people's children, that's if you want to sell. So there's different ranges. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know that I'm there yet. Okay. I do feel like I am growing and I've expanded. You know, um, one of my other goals right now is to take some of the skills I've learned from you and you turn, use my own photographs and my own drawings and and see the skill, not just, you know, do the lesson, but to transfer it. And, right. Well, see, now, now we just did, like, uh, Trish was was with me in that develop your own paintings course 
And what I'm trying to figure out, so my challenge here is trying to figure out how to bring you with me on this. That like, do I want to like have a, a weekly meeting? So Trish, we did that before. Or I thought about if I did a webinar with no interaction like this, I could just do a demonstration. Everybody goes off and does their, does their painting. And, you know, so I'm trying to think of how can I bring you there to that next place if that's, if you want to join me you know? Yeah. So, because you do have a lot of the techniques and skill now. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I don't have it defined exactly what my goal is or even what my fear is. But mm -hmm. um, I know... I think you're doing okay. Just to keep growing and um, feel better about what I'm producing. I think you're doing fine. It doesn't sound like you have a recognizable fear that you're concerned about right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe it's, well, I really enjoy this group. For one thing, it, I think it helps to hear each other. Absolutely. Um, like I told you, we have to start a weight loss group now. <laughs> I'll have a separate little module for that. Not a bad thing. Maybe a 45-minute meeting at some time. When <laughs> okay. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. Okay, I'll... We'll stay in touch about that. I think it's important. In fact, I'm going to have to write everybody's name down. So, okay, thanks, Claire. And then, Trish, I'm coming to you. I'm going to, can you still talk now or are all the wires out? Oops, are you there? Can, oh, we can't hear Trish. Look at her. I just see her little happy face there. I'm so sorry. That's because your wires are, don't you have an iPad or something? How are you? Are you on the computer? How are you not having... Turn up the sound? You can hear me okay. Oh, trash. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So she's really getting visual now. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm sorry, Trish. Uh, you can always go ahead and write in the chat. And okay. All right. And I'll take a look in there. So hey, Rosita. How are you doing? Hi, Brigitte. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. My fears, I mean, there are a lot of fears, but I'm, I've learned, you know, through this process, um, to kind of deal with them. The major fear is fear of failure and not being good enough, mm -hmm. which uh, with that comes other fears, rejection. You know, they're all the same energy, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so with that, I'm, I mean, when I am present and grounded, it's very easy to deal with these fears, you know. Um, basically, I have a motto uh, asking myself, is this out of love or out of fear? And that includes the actions, words, you know, uh, and uh, thoughts. So that would ground me back and makes it clear what is it that I am aiming for, you know. Uh, but then when I'm not in present and uh, uh, grounded, then it causes, uh, you know, uh, more fear, you know, as we all know, it's universal, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what I mean. Now, in regards to painting more specifically, it's just that I wanted to be perfect with no flaws, you know, and I keep failing on that, and it's coming to love what I've created, you know. Uh, that's my challenge. You know, I just want to interject here just a little bit. Okay, there's a couple things, like when you said not good enough, and then again to ask yourself, in whose opinion, right? It's like because exactly. that's one thing. And, uh, oh, darn it, I just missed that last thing that you just said, um, because that was a huge thing, in whose opinion? I'm sorry, what did you just say? I was trying to, uh, you just said something that I really wanted to capture. I guess I just lost it. It's, um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Being present or grounded. Being grounded. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess because the biggest thing is that I wanted to say is in whose opinion are you not good enough? And that you just find the joy in doing it. And we have the fear of rejection. There was something I wanted to say to that, and I just can't remember. 
but so so yes i mean i i said that the last word was that if um uh, that creates more fear you know and uh the more fear uh, okay the point here is that you are so right Birgit. i am observing this whenever i think i take things personal meaning I'm identified with that goal, you know, and that creation and take the, that thing personal, that would cause these fears and emotional, you know, and rejections. And But whenever I am just present and I'm deep into my being, it doesn't matter anymore, you know, who's judging, whose opinion is important, you know, it's just you want to give, you know. Out of that being, you just want to create and exactly. manifest something. Right. No, I told. And again, it doesn't matter how far you've come. We're we are vulnerable. And being an artist, for one, you're going to be sensitive. We are sensitive souls, and that because we see, we observe, we feel, and then we're bringing that out through our art. And then when somebody is negative to us, or uh, or, you know, says that we're not good enough. It's their projection of themselves, but we'll take that on as ourself. And then when, when I have a situation like that, I'll have to try to stop and realize, is that mine or is it theirs? And if it's theirs, I've got to try to let that go. Yes, um, as far as, you know, I, I did a lot to create this environment for me, so I have some freedom. I had to go through a lot of suffering. I had to give up my job, quit. Uh, I was a software engineer, and, you know, that analytical, logical mind, you know, is kind of doesn't work very well, you know, with this creative right brain. So I had to quit my job. I had to make some changes into my lifestyle, you know, my, uh, I had a luxurious lifestyle, you know, but then I had to simplify and downgrade a lot. My husband was a very negative factor as far as me being, uh, being free of expressing myself, you know. I had to divorce him, you know. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not advising that, you know, it's just, it's just, I had to go through a lot. That's huge. Be myself, you know, be uh, uh, expressive, uh, paint whenever I want to, you know, uh, because, um, I mean, in my marriage, it was such a negative thing for me to sit and paint instead of making money, you know. So that's what I had to overcome. And now, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Those are huge, huge steps that you've taken. And so, because you probably felt so stifled in what you were doing and the money just, that was wonderful, but it wasn't filling your soul. And so you decided to make a change and you yes. needed to be supportive and supported in that environment emotionally so you could continue to create. So how are you supporting yourself emotionally now and um, through this process? I do a lot of meditation. I am really into, you know, I truly, truly believe in unity and oneness of all, you know, so I... Uh, uh, I try to be and live out of that, you know, not much judgment, you know, not uh, uh, not too much thinking. Again, be an out of being act, you know, or say. So what are you going to do? How long have you been doing this? How long are, what are you going to do with your art? What is your goal with your art? Well, right now I'm trying to integrate the skills that I've learned from you into developing and creating again my, uh, my own pictures uh, and uh, also combine some other skills into that. I just, my main uh, focus right now is to learn the skills and have my own, you know, uh, signature, have my own, you know, style. Are you, are you okay to where you have uh, a comfortable uh, situation that you can create or is this, or, or, or do you have to do this under pressure? Uh, 
No, um, uh, no pressure. Okay. God. Okay. Yes, I, I can. It's just learning the skills and trying to come up with that idea of having my own style, you know. That's very important. But you see, that part is kind of stuck in me because I don't know how far can I go, you know, should I go to learn all these skills. Right now, I feel that it's not enough. It's not, I have to learn more. I have to learn more. I have to become better. You know, I have to become perfect in order to create But the that. thing, oh, okay, you just said that. Now I remember. Uh, okay, about being perfect. Okay, mm -hmm. so about have like having a perfect painting. Now, if you have a perfect painting, it can also lose the story. So we want, like in my opinion, a little imperfection or a flaw here and there adds to the story of the painting. So it doesn't necessarily, and then if you have something that is just so perfect, it can, it, it'll, you'll find what resonates with you. That doesn't resonate with me. If it's so perfect, I just think it doesn't, it's not as exciting. So that's one thing to think about. And it, like what I would do is I would leave paintings about 99% done or 98% done somewhere in there and leave a white space that I would have to finish. And I never understood why. And part of that was uh, because I wanted like developing your painting style. So I would have it done to a certain point and I didn't want to overdo it. So I would have the next painting ready to go waiting for me and I'd leave that little space in there. So I'd have to come back to it, but not, it wasn't so huge that it was going to make or break the painting. And a Native American woman said that's where the story is able to leave the painting. So you create the story and then leaving that flaw or open space allows the story to leave the painting, which I thought was a beautiful uh, idea. And so it doesn't need to be perfect. And when you have so many styles that you're trying to imitate, that can get confusing. Just like like I have all these ideas how I want to create these courses and what to do and how can I expand. I'm a little confused. You know, I'm not sure how I'm going to make it all work. And so the only thing I can do is think at the moment of one thing at a time. And I also think that you might be, I don't know, are you are you wondering about what kind of compositions you want to choose too? Like how is going how are you going? To, all right. So when it comes Yes. Okay, so when it comes to your compositions, what I would do, like what I did, I flipped through them very quickly and that way I wasn't overthinking them. I would think, "Oh, this stands out." And you don't even know what it is about it. It might be the color, it might be the shape, the design. So I think that's how you're going to find your own painting style because if you're over analyzing then you're almost becoming into a uh, you're a sort not really competing with another person but you may not because for you you have a lot of energetic uh, work that you you do right so and meditation so look for the first image that excites you and maybe choose a few of them and then flip through those and break it down into something that resonates with you. I think that's how you're going to start to find your painting style. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you've enjoyed the conversation, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to try a free mini course or interactive or non-interactive course, go to birgitoconnor.com, online courses, and I'll see you there.